go. Hello, everyone. Hello. 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 I'll do my usual spiel. So for those of you who are listening on other platforms, we're going to read out some stuff uh, that the live audience is saying. Um, we do some weekly IPA reviews. So when we talk about the beer we're drinking, essentially, IPAs we're drinking, um, and usually people in the audience drink along with us. So you might hear stuff where we, we quote people in the chat. Um, if you ever want to check us out live, you can come to twitch.tv slash blocks apart, twitch.tv slash I am the shark and twitch.tv slash Benky the damn goose. They're the three channels we stream on at 20 hundred GMT, eight o'clock GMT on a Monday. Um, welcome so everyone. The over and so is the podcast now after that. <laughs> <laughs> welcome everyone. This is the uh, TGIM podcast. Uh, stands for tunes gaming ipa and mental health um so yeah episode two already the highlight of our week i think isn't it lads yeah Yeah. um i'll introduce everyone quickly so i'm lewis uh void night 38 we've also got harry otherwise known as benky the damn goose we've got jack otherwise known as lemsy and we've got tom other half of blocks apart but otherwise known as i am the shark um but that's all of us so how are we doing guys I hope everybody's well today. Yeah. Everybody is doing well. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, rough. Pretty rough today. Um, oh, no. Just had, a, just had, I don't know. I don't know. I had a really nice time away. I went to, uh, I went to stay with Harry at his, but just the whole, I think without actually being there, I probably wouldn't have got out of bed this week because I just felt rough. Like I just didn't really, I didn't really want to do anything. But you know, we move. I had a nice chat with our executive producer, who's also now executive producer, design team, and counselor. Um, and <laughs> His job nice keeps stacking him. up. Does he need any more <laughs> professions? He's still not getting paid either. <laughs> our invoice is the end of this month for getting through the roof, boys. Check us out on Spotify, please. <laughs> So yeah, the you know up and down, up and down week. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm good. I, I'm bored. Uh, for those of you that may be listening in the future, uh, England is currently in the state of our second official lockdown. Woo! Um, and I work in hospitality, so therefore my job has been voided. Uh, with a couple of days working where I'm doing other bits and bobs just to earn a bit of bob. But other than that. Um, yeah, just a little bit bored, a bit repetitive, but um, yeah, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, everything's going to start to be back on the up in, in the UK. Yeah, hopefully. That'd be nice. Would be ideal. Would be, it would be very ideal because at the moment, at the moment, I think for a lot of people, a second lockdown as you know, we'll speak probably about it a bit as for mental health. It's, it's really, really, it's really tough. So Definitely. hopefully we're on the, um, yeah. Sure. How are you doing, Lewis? Um, I'm good. Yeah. So, school today again. Um, but yeah, um, I'm not. A, I'm not a student. I'm a teacher. Um, but yeah, it's going well. I guess I'm just a bit tired. But good to be doing the podcast again. Um, I also, you'll be happy to know, we are now on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcast. Hey. hey. Oh, boys. And YouTube, we yeah. Have, we have made it. We've made it in the big leagues. We're coming for you. <laughs> yeah, so you can so watch it beautiful whenever you want. Whenever you can listen to it again. <laughs> With whoever you want 
and whenever you want. If you're on a long journey, whack it on. If you're on the train, you're whack it on. If you're at work, you're whack it on. There you go. Yeah, so pretty happy about that. So I spent the day I spent the day getting that sorted really. Well, spent when I got home getting that sorted. And we're doing a giveaway tonight, um, just to celebrate. So if you want to join the giveaway, it's exclamation mark giveaway in the blocks apart chat and you can join for a random steam game key Woohoo! for the people who are in uh my chat or i am like sharks wait is it actually on yours sharky boy no it's not it's okay just a- okay so just blocks apart's chat don't exclamation mark giveaway in my chat you will not be entered into the roster so don't come crying to me if you didn't get a exclamation mark win. Key. giveaway yeah oh, um okay. if you wish to uh Go across two box parts chat. I will whack it in my chat. So anyway, you can enter in the giveaway. Don't completely leave Benky though. He needs friends too. <laughs> um, how are you, Tom? Did you say how you were? Did I just totally uh, yeah, ignore right. you? Yeah, I've just been um streaming. Good. Much every day. Pro streamer. I don't Pro since streamer. the second lockdown. Oh, I don't think I've. I think I've streamed almost every day mm. that's crazy man i think it was, think it was one day that you didn't right and that Maybe. was it i, th- I think my, one day off and... i think it said on my twitch analytics the last 30 days i've streamed for 24 of them um, oh, <laughs> so i've been uh doing a bit Incredible. of grinding bit of grinding that's good playing a bit of assassin's oh, creed really yeah Valhalla. hey fine nice. oh it's so much fun it's so glitchy and it's made by such a shitty um, company, but it's a good game. It's a good game. It's fun. Oh, should we get on to our first little subject of the day? Why not? Let's. Yes, chef. Um, yes, so, chef, yes, chef. gaming topic of the week. So, the topic of the week this week is indie games. Um, so, we've got free reign there, and I, we play a lot of indie games, so we could talk about this for a while. Um, mm. yeah, most recently, absolutely. we've been playing Risk of Rain. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love that I game. Like Risk of Rain, yeah, which game. we are loving. Oh. Mm. Three, three plus zombies, right? It's so good. That's what it is. Pretty you, much. If you can't so play good. Call of Duty zombies, play Risk of Rain. <laughs> I mean, Lewis, uh, funny, mildly difficult. <laughs> there is a turning point yeah. in that game where you're like, I am no longer it's... in control of the outcome. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. After like, mm, I don't know, I think I got to like stage seven. And after that, I was like, this is not going to end well. <laughs> five? Five? The, it's the latest we've been to? I think, I think, I think me and Kib got to, got to stage nine or ten or something. Yeah, Kieran's and played a lot of it, so he's, yeah, he's yeah. really good. I just made that apparently you can complete the game. Yeah, we yeah, nearly what? did. I just can't <laughs> imagine doing that. <laughs> it's crazy. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. So what's your favourite uh, indie game then, Lewis? If you, if you had one indie game at the top of your head that you go, oh, I've had so much fun on this game. Oh my uh, God, there's so many to choose from. Oh, let me have a look at my Steam library. Hold on. Should we go to, does anybody have... <laughs> well, I'm anybody just going to say, I'm pretty sure everybody can guess mine for this year. For this uh, year. It's, um, oh God, um, the one with the weird animals that go on your boat. Spirit Pharaoh. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes, tell us, tell us about Spiritfarer, Tom, while we're, oh, all, while we're all working up. Spiritfarer. Oh. I'm getting you started, so go for it, boy. <laughs> I mean, it's nominated for Indie Game of the Year in the Game wow. Awards. I'm not surprised. I mean, it's a phenomenal game. It's really quite... It's My, 
mildly sad. Um, <laughs> but it's all about um, the afterlife and like it's got quite a lot of meaning behind it. But um, it is a phenomenal game. Like, mm. even if it's not necessarily the type of game you'd play, I would watch some gameplay because even just mm. for the story, just because it the story itself is beautiful. The yeah, soundtrack's sure. amazing. Um, it's like interesting Disney. Yeah, no. That's a very good way of putting it. It's like interesting Disney. <laughs> <laughs> well, cringe Disney, if we're not talking about Star Wars or whatever, but... Yeah. yeah. No, but it's a phenomenal game. But yeah, uh, mm. I, I reckon I know mine, to be fair. Um, does yeah, Astroneer come under indie games? Yes. Yeah, I would say so. Because the, the definition of indie Astroneer. game is independent, independent developer is an indie uh, game. Is it? So. Well, you learn something new every day. Well, that's what we yeah, uh yeah so mine for sure um astroneer uh if you guys haven't oh, yeah. uh checked out astroneer please do it is really fun it's really addictive and i have amazing memories of astroneer from my first ever 24-hour stream with uh kibi220 who also streams um we played astroneer for probably about 14 hours of the 24 when we first played mm. um astroneer um really addictive really fun really quirky um, so for sure, that'll be my favorite indie game. And currently on my Steam, I have 21 hours on it. Isn't oh. much in, as much as isn't as much as I thought I would. On but what? Astroneer? It's July. The, yeah, I haven't played since oh, wow. July the 10th. Um, and that's probably because yeah, Kieran hasn't been too active, so we haven't been uh, playing on on Astroneer, but we promised we promised that we will play it soon. But yeah, was it if you guys haven't checked out Astroneer. Really? Fuck. How many? If you guys haven't checked out Astroneer, good. On Astroneer? Yeah. Yeah, mine's 85. So I'll, yeah. I, I can probably tell you what my favorite indie game is now, because I've, I've yeah. just realized. Uh, RimWorld. Fucking brilliant. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I've done 92 hours on that as well so far, but I fucking love it. It's brilliant. Um, oh, yeah. Just it's the way the thing I like is I'm quite I'd like to think I'm a bit, bit creative and it essentially makes its own storyline. And I think that's mm. really cool because all the characters like have a little backstory and stuff and it's all randomly generated. So oh, that's really cool. You can have I so just much love fun it. in the game. Yeah, and it's completely moddable. It's got so many mods, um and sound like Donald Trump. So many mods, so many mods. Uh and uh <laughs> yeah, there's a new expansion, the royalty expansion, and that's just come out. And it's so worth it. It gives you so much more things to do. Anyway, yeah, it's brilliant. Mm. It's got a huge modding community as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Huge modding community. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's one of the most modded games on Steam. And how much could this game come out in price? Star, uh, Stardew Valley. Um, that's a good one too. Uh, RimWorld is currently... Let's have a look. I believe Astroneer cost about £15, so... Yeah, RimWorld mm. is 28 quid. So it's quite expensive, but I think it's worth it, the amount of stuff that's in the game. Well, every single playthrough will be different. And the royalty expansion is £16, so, I mean, Astronaut I think it was four years. Yeah. Astronaut has gone up. Um, mm. But, again... Maybe that's a popularity. Not worth it. Yeah, for sure, I agree, I agree. Um, I mean, a lot of people are stuck to the sort of AAA title thing. 
But I really, really recommend checking out some of these indie games because the developers deserve the the recognition, whereas these AAA titles will always, always get play players and playthroughs and whatever from mm. you know really, really big um, content creators and whatever. But these indie titles, I, I believe, deserve so much recognition and and to the developers as well because it can't be easy probably with a with a probably with like a stricken budget as well you've got yeah. a budget and then you've and then you've got like probably the you know the developers there's probably not many of them in comparison so yeah for sure if 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 it interests you definitely check out these indie games because they're um yeah but indie, indie games can be huge just look at among us yeah i think mine i am um... yeah, true mm. I think mine, I, I've i played quite a lot. Um, yeah, I've played a hell of a lot. I mean, you think about you think about Minecraft, that was an indie game when it first came out and yeah. how huge that is. So it's, it's uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Um, I play, I think my favorite, just before I go, um, go on a little spiel, is probably Abzu. Oh, um, beautiful. It's, it's about two hours long and probably one of the best games I've ever played, honestly. It's so so good. The game is the game is literally beautiful. Like I've never seen a game. I've never been so engrossed in a game's graphics before. Um, I mean, you get those you get those games that are like really really high end quality graphics mm. um, that look super realistic, or you get the games that have this certain art style that just just like you're instantly hooked on it because it's so so good. Um, and that's Abzu. Um, mm. For me, I know obviously Harry played it on stream. I think I played it about four times not, before he played it on stream. Like, journey? Mm. Yeah, Journey. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, another great art style. Are they the same developers? I think no, they're not. This uh, it's got a similar art style. Yeah, um, yeah. very similar. Yeah, we've had a. Uh, yeah, that was. I was going to say another one. Journey is so 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 good. And when I went to, um, I went to PAX in Australia. And there was like this whole this whole section for indie games, and it was probably, well, I mean, it was probably mine and Alex's actually who I went with to uh, to Australia with. It was probably our favourite bit there because you just walked around and the developers stood there in front of you, telling you how they made this game and like asking you to play it. And we I remember we got this little card holder from one of them, and they just kept giving us cards um, for their games. And another one, if you're into horror, is called Observer. And oh my lord, it was so good. So, so, so good. Oh no, just stay away from that one then. No, um, love it. <laughs> we've had a we've had a uh, posture check and a hydrate rede- redeemed, so oh. if you will. We'll do that. Thank you. Thank you, Scope Ninja. Um can you approve those uh, please, please? Thanks. Uh, for some reason has I can't ban that person in your chat, so you're gonna have to do it. It won't let me even click on them for some reason. Thanks. Nice. So, I mean, <clears throat> indie games I could talk about for ages, really. I mean, I, I very quickly mentioned Stardew Valley, but I fucking love that game because it's just so chilled. Like, mm. it's a game that I can... I think the good thing about it is I can just go onto it and just play and not have yeah. to worry about mm. anything, um, which is nice. So, I really like that. It's, if anyone's not really played Stardew Valley, it's very similar to like harvest moon mm. um yeah. yeah so it's really nice it's on pc um what was the other one i was thinking of? oh we're forgetting about a very very good indie game that came out a few years ago 
2004. Didn't it come out in 2004, Tom? I don't know what you're on about, but uh, Well, Minecraft was an indie game. I, I did mention that at that point. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I just did not hear you. <laughs> I did not hear you, I'll be honest. As well. Yeah, sorry, Terraria. sorry, Jack. Yeah. That's fine, man. No worries. Um, not a problem. I'll just sit back and uh, talk to myself. Yeah, you just sit in the dark, Claire. Um, <laughs> now, nah, you mentioned Terraria as well, um, Harry. Yeah, 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 that's a game that I, I quite enjoy playing. I, I think there's, mm. there's just a certain thing with indie games where, like, you are going on this game in order to escape a AAA. Like, if I had been playing a AAA game for hours and hours and hours and I got sick of it or I was getting annoyed or I just needed needed something else to do, like, an indie game is, like, I feel like the perfect replacement because a game like Abzu or a game like Journey um, where it's just, like, you get engulfed into a game for, like, two hours and it's peaceful and it's nice. And I think, yeah, so my hat goes off to all the developers of these, these mm. incredible games I think because they indie. are... The thing with indie is the fact that it's being made by people who still genuinely love mm. making games. The, the problem with um, big AAA companies, the people who pick what games are going to be created and in charge, are just yeah. doing and it for on the a money time scale as well. Aren't yeah. They? So you know, I mean, there's been there's hundreds of complaints about involved. games coming out unfinished. I mean, you've your prime example mm. is your No Man's Sky, isn't it? Like, they're mm. probably on a time scale. They were like, yeah, we can get this done. And then... No Man's Sky was indie, though. It's an indie oh, game. Really? Yeah, it's not a AAA game. Oh, wow. Oh, well, it was a uh, smaller... They were small... I believe, anyway, they were a small developer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right. So it's were... I think they just pitched it wrong at the beginning. They kind of pitched it as a AAA title, and yeah. then when it was released, obviously, it was a bit disappointing. Four or five years? And yeah. Yeah. The big update came, what, two months ago? Yeah, and it's made it much better. Mm. Much better. I just want to quickly mention, I've got two honourable mentions, probably my top three this is. Um, so Abzu is up there. Dead Cells. If none of you have played Dead Cells, oh, oh my lord, what a game. Um, I've not played it myself, but I've seen people oh, play dude, it. Oh, dude, you have to. It's so good. Just briefly explain and it to us. Is, um, I... I don't really know how to explain it. It's, it's one of those indie games that's just its own game on itself. It's like very action-packed. Is this a, a 2D um, Souls-like combat? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like... You ever, have you heard of Hollow Knight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another indie game, yeah. So it's kind of like that. It's like um, If I was graphics. to put it into anything. Oh, yeah, okay. oh, dude. Dead, and then Celeste as well, which is another oh, similar Celeste. game to that. And Celeste is unbelievable. Wow. Sounds good. Oh, and Hollow Knight. Yeah, I guess that's another honourable mention because <laughs> yeah. it's an absolute banger of a game as well. Oh, there's well, so many, man. We could go on for ages, couldn't we? For sure, we? for sure. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and for, for those, those of you that weren't here last week, obviously you can listen to the podcast um, now, but we were talking about horror games last time. So mm. if you want to catch up with that, you can go on Spotify and type in TGIM or iTunes or Google Podcast. Woohoo! Um... <laughs> This week's should we go on to the outrageous opinion, guys? Uh, I mean, we can go for it. Go over to that. So yeah. once again, last week we talked about billionaires earning their money and spending it how they wanted, uh, so that that was okay, and they have no obligation to spend it helping others or contributing to a better world. So we discussed that last week. Um, this topic this week is oh, it's brilliant. 
Uh, I think the most notable thing about Oasis is the glorified pedestal some of their fans put them on. They're more mediocre at best, not a patch on the likes of Codaline, The Frames, Ash, The Riptide Movement, The Script. Uh, I have something to say. I don't know any of those bands other than You the must script. know The Script. Oh, okay. Cool. going to uh, say you know Codaline. Oasis. Um, what Oasis ticks the boxes of bog standard average four chord monotonous singing <laughs> three minutes piles of absolute shit <laughs> um literally wonderwall is four i thought wonderwall was your favorite song wonderwall <laughs> is their only song <laughs> um what about don't look oh, back in anger that has a very very important meaning right I, and I appreciate that it might be a personal song, but it's still shit. <sighs> I, uh, I think you're being slightly too harsh here. It's boring. It's monotonous. <laughs> Their voices are literally so fucking average. They're, they're a one tone, the pair of them. I mean, they're both absolute tossers anyway, but... Mm, I mean, when you think... Okay, so I think they helped that genre a bit, okay? Of music because look look i mean they're they're essentially <laughs> a rock, they're essentially a rock band aren't they but at that time when they were making their music i mean they were quite influential i mean you must like the verve and bittersweet symphony you must like that song i've never even heard it come on tom please tell me you've heard that song which song bittersweet symphony the verve we're going to be getting onto uh, a subject of things we I don't like Oasis. boring, right? Oh Oasis is a band where I would get two songs in and I'd be like, Jesus Christ, this album is monotonous and boring. I if I you... hear one more fucking G chord, I'm jumping off this cliff. <laughs> I've, I've got like, my probably one of my most disliked songs is, is Wonderwall. So... Uh, I get, I, just, I get what I you're trying to say. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not just, trying to say I'm a fan of Oasis because I'm not. As, as harsh as, but I think that they did contribute to the the music at the time, and I, I don't no, think we sure, can avoid I that. Um, I agree. I, agree. I, I just yeah. want to just before you continue defending them, they are so monotone, like so yeah. monotone. Like their voices, literally. You listen to all of their songs. I don't think their tone of voice changes. It's like it's like Harry says, like they play Yeah. <laughs> they are literally just the same note all the way through. Yeah. It's oh, it's just very and I understand, like it's some of it is quite important music to I mean, even to UK culture really. Yeah. Um and like when you hear it being played at a festival and everyone's screaming it at the top of their lungs. Yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah, a good it's live cool. song. Don't get me wrong. But, Wonderful is a good live but, song. If if you go home, you're not going to listen to Wonderwall just sat in your room. No, no you'll listen to it when there's a group of people that are absolutely off their face, just screaming the lyrics out really loud, and that that is cool, right? Yeah. But no way am I going home and thinking, do you know what I really want to listen to? <laughs> no, I think you're right. I do think you're right. It's like it's the cheese room in in a club. That's where they play prison. that, and that's prison where it gets the... in a prison. <laughs> prison. <laughs> Prison. Oh, I thought you said in a prison. 
<laughs> yeah, in prison. That's what they. This band has 15 million monthly listeners to sing <laughs> one note repetitively. <laughs> Wonderwall has one billion listens. <laughs> I I highly suggest, guys, as homework, you go and listen to a bit of Sweet Symphony. I do I do suggest it. Um, Yes, I rate it. Mr. The, the music video is basically the lead singer of the band walking down the street, barging into people. It's just brilliant. Um, okay. Anyway, yeah. So, oh dear. Um, I don't think we're fans of Oasis here. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Uh, sorry for all those listeners who are fans of Oasis, but you know. G's, a, G's an Oasis fan. Oh dear. Oh, she, just, gave, oh. she, gave, she gave me a look. Well, no, Are you going to go break up with her now or what? Well, apparently, apparently everybody can't be perfect. <laughs> we can deal with the tears in our mental health section, so that'll be Finally, fine. Finally, <laughs> she, she, I'll mm. tell you what she's just done. She's moved her glasses down to look underneath her glasses. Oh, dear. Oh, yikes. That's a look. You prefer the drink oasis. Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, do so I, Escape I, Ninja. I, yeah. Yeah. I, w- I, would, I would rather be stuck in clothes that have been drenched in oasis so I am sticky than listen to oasis. <laughs> so I'm... Well, I, it's Okay, th- this is just something that I, I will do uh, out of choice, but when you go to McDonald's, do you actively choose to have oasis rather than any fizzy drinks? Yes. yes. Yeah. yes. Or... Or. I haven't been to McDonald's in ages. Isn't I, it I, summer fruits is a normal flavour? Yeah. Oh yeah. Or nice and cold. Some chips. Either that or a cheeky tropicana. Oh, oh god oh, no. Yeah. No. With a breakfast. <laughs> overpriced plastic bottle of orange juice watered down. You're an overpriced plastic bottle of what? Watered down orange juice. It's <laughs> <laughs> gross. <laughs> It's I all could... about uh, Capella, Apple and Elder. We were talking about Yeah, Oasis. Capella is so on? good. I rate Capella. <laughs> <laughs> Tropicana is not so worth it. So what we're like, trying I... to get is is that Summerberry's Oasis deserves 15 million drinks a day over yeah. 15 million listens on Spotify. 100%. Yeah, 100%. And I just Thank want to you. say, right, regarding Tropicana, I could squeeze an orange and I'd get more orange juice out of it. One oh. orange. Come on. I could. I'm not even joking. <laughs> it's uh, oh, it's yeah. I agree. I I think uh, Oasis is shite. And what's the next subject? <laughs> Unless now. we're talking about the drink. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The drink is oh, is dear. is absolutely optimal. But yeah, the band, the bottom of the barrel. No, I yeah. mean you guys are drinking now. You got we your... are drinking now. We are onto oh, the are IPA. Oh, well, to I shall return in transition one I'll be back in a second. Transition. I'll do the transition Trans- after. I'll do the transition, transition. after. Oh, I'm Magical transition. Do it first. I'm so if you are listening, Whoa, get your asses down here to watch these transitions live. Whoa. Nothing better. Mm. These better be good. These are waitros. Oof. High class. Cost me my left kidney, so uh <laughs> you know. I'm hoping I bought the right ones actually. <laughs> uh yeah, I think I did. Yeah, I did. Sweet. We good, we good, we good. We good. What are we drinking today, Jack? Me, I shall introduce while the boys are out. So first of all, we are drinking baby what the f- You do say? not believe what's just happened. 
Ba- oh, baby-faced assassin IPA by Roosters Brewing Company since 1993. This is 6.1%. This wow. is a big old boy. So I've walked um, into the lounge, right? And hmm. uh, and G's listening to. Uh, Which one are we Oasis. doing first? Hold on, just, just quickly, Lewis. I, I've, wa- I've walked into the lounge and G's listening to Oasis, right? And I go, okay, Google, delete this song off my Spotify. <laughs> Did it. <laughs> 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 oh, right, dear. I've just got so to put the other one in the fridge. I was, I was middle of introducing the uh, the IPA. So this is a Babyface really. Assassin IPA by Roosters Brewing Company. It's 6.1%. So I'm going to be absolutely sloshed by the end of it. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to read. It's got some tasting notes on the back here. Uh, the tasting notes are Babyface Assassin is a deceptively drinkable. Oh, could yes. be some uh, foreshadowing there for drinkability. Um, deceptively drinkable IPA um, that shouldn't be taken lightly. Flavors of mango, apricot, grapefruit, and mandarin orange lead to a lasting, juicy tropical fruit bitterness. And it's got citra hops. Oh, damn. This, this, this has amazing. already tickled my pickle. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> this sounds absolutely amazing, doesn't it? Mm, 6.1% as well. Whew. God damn. Vegan I, friendly. I don't want to do what happened last week when we were like super, super hyped other than Jack about that about that IPA mm. and then it turned out to be rubbish. So I'm going to go in level-headed. I'm not going to go and be like, this is the greatest thing that's ever going to go in my <laughs> mouth. But I'm going to... Excited. Right, I've got the IPA listy boy up and it's also oh we, we have big news as well. This is also vegan friendly. Yeah. Which means it's good for not only Lewis, but someone else in this call oh, yeah. has potentially gone vegan. What? Have, yeah. I've gone oh vegan, yeah. <laughs> Hey, I've got what? a friend! So I've got a friend. Basically what happened is um I, I, but it was I just an impulsive and thing. And went vegan. <laughs> I, it, it was just, it was just an impulsive thing. It wasn't like, in fact, no, that is a lie. I've been thinking about it for a while. Yeah. Um, but I've basically decided that one, I'm going to finish all the vegetarian stuff in my house, and I'm, and I'm going to go vegan. Um, okay. I did a huge order off this website called the Vegan Supermarket. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was minimum order sixty five pounds. Uh, for free delivery, so I just did a massive shop for myself, and I'm sort of trialing like. And I tell you what, a couple nights ago, I made one of the most delicious like spaghetti bolognese with all vegan stuff, and I just thought like, this is so easy. Yeah, well, well the one we had. Look, yeah. if you need any advice, oh, um, then let me know because so I've, I've been doing this for quite a while. Yeah. Um, so do let so, me know. Um, yeah, so that that's that's random. Uh, if you're vegan, put uh, Keck W in chat. <laughs> also, just uh, just for those people that um, are watching and don't understand why I keep celebrating, is uh, if you head over to twitch.tv slash shark, pretty much any time ever, and you give him a cheeky follow, because you should, because he's fucking amazing... <laughs> um, you get a little Pokemon on the bottom of the screen and there's little mini games and every time there's this little star that goes across and you can do exclamation mark jump to be a winner and I've won it three times today <laughs> congratulations I'm a beast Patrick hero <laughs> right should we try who wants to do the honours of cracking open the baby faced assassin I- I'd quite Jack like to crack it first if that's alright oh please do please do right, here, here we go guys here we go 
Whew. I'm actually going to pause the music. Quiet, quiet in the studio. <laughs> oh. Ooh, okay. Okay. Oh. Woo. That's nice. That's nice. Oh fuck like me! That. that smells good, man. Right, I'm cracking it. I'm cracking it. I'm cracking it. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what I put she it said. On the wrong side of my mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, right. I'll do mine very quickly. Come on. So, uh, Here we go. Oh! That was a saucy boy. Mine, right. Uh, for you visual listeners, mine. My thing just cracked as I was pulling it, like the ring pull. So oh. it just snapped. High quality. Right can so um we're gonna we're going to drink this as we go um and we're going to do an album review so while we're doing the album review we're going to drink this and hopefully it'll mean that we can get through this uh, amazing album review in one piece <laughs> oh dear amazing is a word that i would not use so this week uh, we have been listening to the new Code Line album, uh, well, not new, actually. It came out in July, is that right? The deluxe, the deluxe edition came out recently, didn't it? Yeah, so yeah. the deluxe edition well, came out... Not much else has come out this week. Last so. week. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have much choice for songs. Um, I'll read out a bit of a description. So it's the band's fourth album. Their band are from Dublin. Apparently, they hone in on raw emotion and stirring melodies. Um, but to listen or not to listen, that is the question today. So um, I don't know who wants to go first with this one, but uh, yeah, what did we Tom, think? You can go first, pal. I can go first. You can. Right, okay. Well, I'm being the nice one this week, apparently. Um, go for it. I can tell you that now. And even my review's not the best. Um, I found one review online that said two words that I thought kind of described this album for me which was safe and predictable <laughs> because it's I wouldn't it's say a that's very... a good review <laughs> sounds like my sex life right I'm done that. Uh, no but <clears throat> oh is... sorry I should have said non-existent but um <laughs> this album unfortunately okay. exists oh god's sake um <laughs> let him no, do it but it very much is a very it's a very safe album so you know they're going one they're gonna get lots of streams on this album it will get bought a lot but that's because it's gonna be i reckon it'll be played in shops and on the radio ev everywhere oh my god four in a, a row four in a row by the way <laughs> twitch.tv slash i am my shark for some mini games uh, so just yeah. quickly just for context uh the highest song on the new record is 36.4 million listens so mm. that's mm. that's a lot yeah a so album. which is why i think safe and predictable fits them perfectly mm. because i i believe they've they've tried something new have they because it isn't, isn't their usual sound um i, I mean say. i think they've tried being as uh purchasable somebody... as possible i'd describe yeah I think actually that same um, review said they were becoming FM friendly, which yeah, um, right, okay. is yeah. is quite. And I was getting lots of like more newer Coldplay vibes from them. I don't know if anybody else got that. For some not really. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, from some. I wrote, that, not, I wrote, I'm not talking I wrote about exactly old that. Coldplay, but I'm talking about like the newer Coldplay stuff. I was getting the lots crap Coldplay. Of, like, 
but this isn't i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily say it's a bad album it's not my type <clears throat> album it's not my style i wouldn't listen to it but it, i wouldn't class it as a bad album because it, it, it's not bad it's just not amazing um but then again i don't listen to them so as a co-line fan you may think this is bad because it's not like the usual standard but i didn't really have anything to compare it to so i didn't think it was bad uh, now the others are going to absolutely destroy it. I mean, I'm I'm on um, the fence. Wait, well, I might say "Spend It With You" is probably my favourite song on the album. I would I agree can, with you there. I can see it being a wedding first dance, hundred percent. I only like it because it has a nice brass section at the end. Um, oh, I didn't even get that far. I liked the brass section at the very end. It's literally <laughs> one of the only reasons I liked it. Um. Well, thank you, no. Tom, for a very honest and uh, thoughtful review. Uh, Shall we move yeah. on to... I'll tell you what, I'll go last so we can kind of balance out the balance hate. Out. Now let the two people absolutely destroy it. Uh, let's start with Jack, because I'm not ready for Harry just yet. <laughs> okay. I think I'm going to destroy it more than him, though. Quickly, just before Jack starts, I have not slated it. That's a lie. No, I, have I have slated it, but I have got things positive. I mean, I'm just going to okay. put it out there on the group chat. You said it's just, just horrid. Okay. Okay, Jack, go before I choke on my own tongue. Right. I'll start off with the very few positives that I have of this album. So, for... God, this is bad. So, First, the lead singer's voice is actually really good. To be fair to him, he's got great vocal range. He hits notes that are probably quite difficult to hit for most, if not all, people. Um, his vocal range is very, very good. The second kind of good thing... It's, a, it's very half and half, this one. Um, <laughs> so... I read this review online and it starts off perfectly and ends perfectly as well. Um, it's a textbook lesson in how to make pop that is immaculately produced but unimaginative. And it literally is that. It is immaculately produced. I mean, they're code line. They're a huge band, right? Mm. Um, they get they get millions and millions context, of monthly listeners. Just quickly, so, for context, it's 10, 10 million monthly listeners they currently possess. Yeah, and that is insane. Like That is an insane amount of people to listen to them monthly. So it's going to be immaculately produced because they're a big band. They've got big money, so they can do that. But fuck me, is it boring? Oh my God. Like Every song is the same. I've literally put, I've got some notes because I just couldn't, oh, I tried to, there, but, okay. I tried to squish it a little bit. Um, I said the songs, the songs are mainly samey. Um, and I actually agree with you, Tom. All of them sound like you'd play it at a wedding, but that's the <clears> only <throat> place that I would ever play this album is at a wedding. <clears throat> and that's mainly because of the lyrics. It's um, funny you say that. A lot of it's depressing. Um, yeah, I mean, the song Saving Grace, I think we... Did we speak about Saving Grace earlier? Maybe? No. Um, but it has it has really good lyrics, to be fair. Um, one line is, you keep me strong when I can't carry on. And that is a very... It's a very powerful line, first of all. 
um and generally the lyrics to that whole song are are very good um and again it's one of those that i could imagine being a first dance at a wedding mm. um i've put here I'm going to compare them to Coldplay, but just remember to tell them they're the shit version of Coldplay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, that's one thing. And uh, another review that I read, actually, and I posted it in the chat earlier, and it just, it's so funny. Um, it's the musical equivalent of drinking water in the intake of something totally flavorless that never comes across my mind ever again. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. That's my review. That's your review. Okay, yeah. uh, thank you for that input. Uh, Harry? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Right, I'm here to review this somehow. Uh, Codaline, <laughs> what's the album called? Um, Coldplay V2. Cool, good album. Um, I believe it comes up <laughs> under the cringe pop category-ish. Um, first positive that I have him, his falsetto flips are beautiful. He has, a, as Jack said, a very good vocal range. It's not easy to go from your a chest voice to your head voice um, and sound good. Um, so that was something that I picked up on. The next thing I picked up on listening to it is that there are a lot of points in this mute in the songs where it's been deliberately written for a live show. So like having gang vocals or very, very repetitive, fucking straight up boring lyrics that the crowd can shout back at you. Um... I thought on occasions he sort of sounded like a bit like that prick from Maroon 5, that cocky tosser from Maroon 5, and that's really not a compliment in my eyes. The next comment was just boring with a full stop. Um, one of the songs, I can't remember the name of it, funnily enough, it had like weird hip-hop beats and he's singing like he's in a choir. I'm not going to sleep this, he said. Just remember that. Keep that one up there in your mental. I thought yours was going to be worse, but I did have a couple of positives because I didn't want to be an I'm worried that mine's going to sound worse now. Weird hip-hop beats behind a choir boy is just not fucking right. You know, there's trying new things and there's just being plain fucking brain dead, and I think that comes <laughs> under that category. Um... Should I finish on a positive? Yeah, go on. No, hold on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, who listened to that fucking Christmas song? Oh, no, and don't even let me comment. Girl. Wait, I, I've got oh. stuff to say about that. What on earth is that? <laughs> I have shit better things than that. What is that line? <laughs> They're not getting a Christmas number one when you start the song with, I had a fight with a bloke. And <laughs> I had a fight with a bloke because I kissed his sister, but I guess I'll never know. That is the lyrics. <laughs> that is pretty much the lyrics. Sorry? I had a fight with a bloke because I kissed his sister. I had too much to drink. Like, what? What? This is a Christmas song. <laughs> okay. Hang on. I just. I just. <laughs> this must be Christmas. There's one more thing that I didn't mention about this album, and it's a positive. Well, you know, reasonably a positive. It is a album that I would buy my grandma. It's just one of those things that's like, it's quite. 
Be sorry. Reasonably it's just it's, it's just one of those things that my grandma that, or any anyone's grandma would be like, oh, this is nice, you know. Like it's it's just nice. Like the guy's got a good voice. It's just nice to them, right? But me, no. If that was uh, on in my grandma's house, I'd turn it off. Rather cancel them. Sorry, so I did it. I did a dirty. I did a dirty. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, Right, <laughs> that's gonna need some post production editing. Hold on, I'm not done yet. It was a cold. It was cold in the night on a long and dark December, and I'm drinking in the local bar. Uh, hang on, that's not the line. No, that's it's the, the next verse. Had a fight with some guy because he said I kissed his sister. Might have done. Guess I'll never know. <laughs> <sighs> right, should I finish this off then? Yeah, quickly. Go for it. I will finish on a positive if there's any Codaline fans out there because I probably have just shat in your cereal. Um, <laughs> the song, uh, Everyone Changes. Um, some great lyrics in there. We say that the hardest thing to do is say goodbye. This is the hardest thing. We tried to stitch up and now I wonder why. Why is this happening to me? But it wasn't right. Yet another fight. We were young, but we, were never, qu we never quite took flight. In another life, maybe you and I will be walking down the aisle dressed in white. I like those lyrics. I fucking hate that album, Lewis Cracker. <laughs> okay. Right. Oh um, I really need to think about what I'm saying here. Okay. Yes, please do. Uh, I will agree with Tom. Uh, Spend It With You is probably the best song on the album. Um, the problem I have... Actually, let's just do positives first. Okay. Uh, Gabriella Aplin saved the album because I like Gabriella Aplin. She made Everyone Changes into a good song, which is nice. Um, other positives. Uh, yeah, nice album cover. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These are the positives. Okay, so let me just I'm discuss my viewpoint here. Now, I, I'm... I was a fan of Codeline um, when they first brought out their album in 2018, Politics of Living. It was a pretty good album. Um, and they kind of had something a bit different to everyone else. But I feel like this album is just too similar or they're trying to be too similar to stuff that's already out there. And it's a little bit whingy. Like, uh, my first thought was any album with a Christmas song, a really poor pun on it, and fucking ruined cover of Teenage Kicks is going to be a Wait, shit album. The one with the really poor with the pun. The rare old times. That's a cover, by the way. Just is so it? Know. Yeah, it's a cover of a of a ready song. That's why Teenage Kicks are underneath. It's still a shit fucking song name. Do anyway. You <laughs> fucking deluxe edition. They've put three songs on there. One of them has a feature that of a song that's already on the record, and two of them were covers, and they didn't even specify that they were covers. So therefore, they've got people. I didn't even know Rare Old Times was a cover. Looking to be fair. at it, going, ah, oh, okay, cool. It's it's, it's, an a, Irish it's song. a feature. Mm. It's a feature, but it's a new oh, edition. But two other new songs that we can listen to, and Men a Christmas song. Covers. Ah, oh, but the Christmas songs are fucking right off. So, but the other two. <laughs> The other um, two, they didn't put cover right, next Benky, to them. Benky. Oh. It's Lewis's time. It's Lewis's time. <laughs> I think just, I mean, it was fine. The album's listenable. I could listen to it. It's fine. It's just the Christmas song I don't like. I don't like Christmas songs until quite late in December anyway. So it was quite challenging for me to listen to it on the 23rd of November. I didn't. Um, and Teenage Kicks, 
they fucking ruined that song. And that's what pissed me off the most. Because it's not the best song in the world anyway, but they just made something that was quite good from maybe my childhood and shat on it. Um, which is why I didn't enjoy it that much. Oh, they didn't release the Christmas song in June, I don't think, Blaze. Uh, it was released yeah, on no, the Deluxe Edition. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're into Code Line, give it a chance and listen to it. I'm, Yeah, it just didn't do it for me. So hopefully next week there'll be a better album out that we can review. We don't slate an album every week. That's not the purpose of this uh, kind of we're segment. We're really going to try not to, but two weeks running, I, I know... No, two weeks running, Harry. Yeah, Viva Doobie. I love that, but you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good. Um, should we do our IPA review? Okay. We shall. Cool. Um, right. So this is the baby-faced assassin IPA. Uh, it looks like this. There's also mm. a picture on the stream. Um, so we've just been drinking it while we've been doing the album review. Uh, what are we going for on taste, guys? This is an 8.5. Uh, I'm inclined to agree this with you there. Is, this is damn very nice. Good. Uh, Where are we going, Benki? I'm going to go a nine. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go low. Now, this is a good old boy. This, this is really this nice. Is a good old boy. This is one of the bestest boys. An 8.6 overall there. Modest. Uh, what about aftertaste? Again, probably a, probably an 8.5. It's got quite a fruity aftertaste. Mm, that's what I like. Um, I'm going to go an 8 personally. I'm going to go slightly down. I'm yeah, gonna I'm going to give it an 8 as well. It's not my favourite aftertaste, but it's pretty it damn good stuff. It has too much um, grapefruit in the aftertaste, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. An 8.1 on the aftertaste. Very nice. And uh, crispness. I mean, it's got all these fucking uh, fruity. tropical fruits in it, so it's going to be an 8.5 mm. for me on Christmas. I'll go for it's going to be an 8 for me. 9 on Christmas. It's not quite up there with like the the California IPA. Like That was crisp. Um, It just, just falls short of that, I think. And uh, drinkability, finally. Now, bearing in mind, I've already finished one. Uh, I'm going to give yeah, it a 10. I've, I have, yeah. like, the tiniest bit left. I'll finish another, it now. Another 10. Another 10 here. We're going to get 10s all round? Mm-hmm. Lovely. Well, that's the first drinkability 10 all round I think we've had. I um, mean, they didn't think... lie. It's, uh, it said... What did it say? Oh, yeah, it's deceptively this... drinkable. Drink yeah, quality, not quantity as well on there. It does, but I could drink a lot of those. Um, and yeah, you're right, Intergalactic. It might be good, but it's no Summer Fruits Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> true, yes, Daisy, yeah. true. 8.8 .8 overall. Lovely, that's a good score. Um, I think that's a very good score. I don't know why... Amazing. Amazing, Interesting. amazing. Don't bother. Okay. So, I've just been having a little gander at potential uh, album listens next week, so we'd have a good chat after that because there, there are there are a few good choices that we could have for next week. So that's that's good. Mm. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. Actually, we could we could obviously, if you guys wanted to, uh, if you guys in chat wanted to join us, or if you guys on YouTube, we could Spotify, do a listening party, iTunes, couldn't we? Wherever, yeah. 
I mean, we could do that, or you guys could just listen to it throughout the week and sort of join in with our reviews and see if you agree, disagree uh, with me and Harry slating another album. I think that'd be good if we kind of come up with something. That'd be that'd be nice. Yeah, come up with something um, earlier in the week. Right, so I believe there's a little uh, interlude here where we're going to play a, a, a music-based game with uh, with our executive producer, Blaze, in the chat. So we're mm. going to play Guess Those Lyrics again. Apart from this week, I can't see the lyrics before they're posted, so I can't cheat. Um so i don't know how many there are but uh here they come so they are now in the itinerary okay here we go i'm gonna read them out yeah okay they say oh my god i see the way you shine take your hand my dear and place them both in mine i have no idea I literally have no idea. Uh, they Blaise, say, oh my God, well. I see the way you shine. Take your hand, my dear, and place them both in mine. I don't know why that... Sounds that's... like some shit Taylor Swift song. <laughs> more slating, more. <laughs> I'm trying to think who it would be. Um, I don't know. I, I recognise that end God. bit there. Take your hand, my I dear, and the place them both in mine. That's what I recognise. Is it kind of, is it recent? I mean, is it like a 2020 song? I don't think so. I mean, there's not really placing hands in anyone else's, is there, in 2020 with COVID, but... Yeah, no. Take your hand, my mm. dear, and place them both in mind. All so over the, the radio. Like maybe Ed All Sheeran. over the radio. It's not, uh, I don't think it's Ed Sheeran. Oh, no, I know who it is. I know who it is, and I've picked it. It's the woman with the... Um... um Oh, it's about a dancing monkey. Um, oh, it's um, tones. It's what? uh, dance yeah, dance or whatever. Yeah, it's the lady, the blonde lady, high pitch tones, or whatever her name is. There we go. Tones and I, dance tones and I dance oh, monkey. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, Sid got it way before. Well us. done, Sid. Well done, Sid. Oh, <laughs> okay, here comes the next one. Here comes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mr. Brightside! <laughs> I didn't even read the fucking oh, lyrics. Mr. Brightside. <laughs> uh, coming out of my cage, now we're doing just fine. Of course, that's Another Mr. Brightside. Song. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, no, come on. He sings one note in the whole song. Right, let's move on. I wasn't looking for this, but now you're in my way. Your stare was holding. Rip Jean's skin was showing. Oh, that's uh, Carly, Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, yeah. You just, I just uh, met you. My number. Call yeah. me maybe. Call, Call me, me maybe. maybe. Oh yeah. Okay. And nice. Shikari did a cover of that. I'm okay. gonna listen to that in a bit. And it was quality. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Who's Is that it? Oh, Are we getting too good at this? All right, Clef. Hello, sir. I'm going under, Hello, and this sir. time I fear there's no one to save me. This all or nothing really got a way of driving me crazy. Oh. Oh, it's um uh that stupid Scottish twat. What's his name? <laughs> Lewis another, Capaldi. Yeah, another. Oh, oh yeah, Lewis it Hold on. Slow the f- down. Hold on. Can we just hold talentless. this a sec? He's not talentless. He's just uh, very He's a very mopey. Beast. Um, I love the guy. Yeah, I was. I was definitely. I, I had to sing this song for one of my. Uh, it was one of my warm-up songs practicing and i hated it but this my teacher was like this is a really good song for you to practice because it really stretches your your range and i was like but i hate it and he was like you're gonna do it okay the next one's gonna come in parts executive yeah (laughs) i'm getting a getting a message me uh but i wish we could collide i'm sick of concealing 
Satellites by Inter Shikari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Didn't even need the next line. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's doing a dance for all of you who are watching, who are listening only. I can't believe I didn't get that. Like you should, have, the other... should have made it even smaller. See if they. I got it all of the shit artists. Life. You're just like an angel. Your skin makes me cry. You float like a feather in a beautiful world. What? I don't think I know that. That sounds like I don't You're know. Just like an angel. Your skin makes me cry. You float like a feather in a beautiful world. That sounds uh, that's poor lyricism in my opinion. Oh, God, we're not yeah, where's it. Sky in the at the end of that? Well. Come on. I think I know what it is. Oh. Hold on. Your skin makes me cry. Hold on, I'm just googling it. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Um, oh, it's uh, is it Radiohead that do creep? Oh, Daisy, oh got Daisy got it. Daisy got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Daisy got it. Is that creep, Radiohead? Nice. Poor. Damn, smashed it. That's a good song. That's all for today. That's all for today. Oh, wow. Thank you, executive producer. If okay. You got it on the Spotify, congratulations. Smashed it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. So, um, it's time to grab our next IPA. Um, and then we're going to do our mental health section. So grab your IPA, guys, and then we're going to move on. Um, Consider it grabbed. Quickly to say, unfortunately, uh, they didn't have the same one, but they have one similar. So it's sort of going to be three today because mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing my own one. It's the same company, but their white ale opposed to their... Is it? Arctic Pale Ale. Arctic Pale Ale. So, um, there's, there's unfortunately going to be two separate ones, but I mean, I suppose that is sort of cool anyway, but unfortunately I'm going to be doing my own one. Uh, I stand white to ale, um, but we'll hmm. stick, we'll, we'll use, uh, Lewis and Jack's as the prime one because this one is, yeah. So technically I guess this is an APA, not an IPA. Um, but it's brewed in the same way. Um, so the description here, this is Einstock Icelandic Arctic Pale Ale. Um, it's 5.6%, brewed 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle. We balance three kinds of hops with pure Icelandic water to create an ale unlike any other. It can only be described as an Arctic Pale Ale, and it's truly one of a kind. Cascade hops give it American character, while Northern Brewer and Hellatau tradition add just enough bitterness to make this ale refreshingly Icelandic, and to make everything else pale in comparison. This nice. one has a very, very short and simple, I'll say one of the short and simple ones. We wanted to make the best white ale we ever tasted. Uh, this is the same company, the same Einstock, but it's the Icelandic White Ale. Uh, remember, if you are interested in trying IPAs, please make sure to put your reviews in chat or exclamation mark Discord. Or if you're on Spotify, please make sure to check us out on Twitch and we can do all the IPA reviews together. Spotify and all the other ones. Mm. I mean, do, do people actually use Apple Music nowadays? Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and then we are banned from Apple Music. Uh, <laughs> please, please. As quickly as we went on Apple Music, we were banned. Um, <laughs> I mean, my band songs on Apple Music as well, so I've shot myself in the foot. Oh, he's gone. He's only gone and done it, everyone. Oh, hey! drink. Oh. Everyone drink. Jack, is your band's music as well? Okay, so um, who wants to do the opening first? Do you want to go first, Jack? Yeah, we'll do. Okay, here we Let's go. Hope this one doesn't fucking break. <laughs> oh, that was clean. Ooh, that was very clean. That. Okay, very I'm clean. I'm gonna go next. Ooh. 
Oh, lovely. Right, get it on the right side of the mic this time, Binky. Uh, I've already opened it because mine's a different one. Okay. <laughs> What's he like? Oh my god. Right. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. It doesn't smell of anything. Or either Nothing. that or I've got COVID. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> that last review doesn't count then. <laughs> My housemate Sam, he just literally came in and just wagged his finger at me as if to say, no, you do not have COVID. <laughs> it smells to me like a shandy. Uh, uh, no. Okay, so um, whilst we are drinking our IPAs uh, or APAs or white pale ales, um, we are going to talk about something that is particularly uh, close to our hearts, I guess, and probably, mm. I mean, I, I, I feel you're quite comfortable with me saying that it affects all of us as well. Um, mm -hmm. So we like to talk about it. So we're going to talk about mental health now. Uh, this week's topic is on depression and we're going to talk about, about comfort eating and retail therapy uh, in particular, but mainly depression, and we'll be covering depression as we go ahead. Now, I'm going to change over to our little um, description here. So that was the reminder of Harrison change over because you're going to forget. <laughs> I'm just I'm just changing all the all the tabs over. There we go. Oh, so no, remember. You are more than welcome to come and talk to us on Discord. Um, or if you're listening to the podcast, then you can come over to our ch Twitch channel uh, or Discord um, or YouTube. Um, just type in Blocks Apart. So remember, obviously, we are not trained professionals. Our advice is based on personal experience and might not work for everyone. Uh, we suggest that if you want to talk anything that is upsetting you, uh, you can contact Samaritans 24 hours a day. Or you can contact Switchboard if you identify as gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender. Um, you can call their Switchboard as well. Um, there's other helplines. I really recommend mind.org.uk um, as a place to go if you need some proper help. Um, but we just discuss these topics each week to raise awareness. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, I mean, depression. Uh, and uh, I think... Blaze is also written here, an adherent lack of motivation caused by depression leading to an infinite loop. The motivation to get up and do something to get you out of the rut is obstructed by depression. So more often than not, you end up staying in that mindset. And I guess that leads to your kind of comfort eating or, or retail therapy. Um, Short-term gains for a potential long-term illness. Who wants to kind of start things off with that? Um... I mean, I could go on for ages. So, how long have I got? I'm going to try and keep it. You go oh, for just, it. I mean, Reasonable yeah. amount. Okay. Um, I mean, this is this is something that that personally affects me quite a lot. Um, I have been to doctors. I have got help and stuff about it. Um, but it's it's still it still affects me quite a lot. Um, I even spoke about it earlier on when we were asking how each other were. Um, and I just feel like the past sort of, I mean, even week really, I just felt absolutely awful. Um, and the only thing that really, that really got me out of that rut and try to sort of move, move on with stuff was, was going to Harry's or, or Benke's house. Um, cause it actually got me out of bed. One, because I was just on the sofa and people wanted to sit down. But um, 
just because like it actually got me doing something um i mean today has been has been pretty bad and i was i was speaking to our wonderful executive producer as well um earlier about it and i was just saying how i just really haven't been feeling haven't been feeling amazing recently um i've not actually tried this bit i'm just going to take a quick sip before i carry on <laughs> Hmm, interesting um <laughs> and yeah it's just been it's just been a really rough week for me i think it's just one of those things it's like um it's like we said we're getting into a rut and um getting out of that rut can be a lot harder than getting in it um so like one thing can simply just easily set me off and that's me in bed not getting out and stuff like that um and obviously i've been lucky enough to uh been lucky enough to be at Harry's place so I would get out of bed I would do something I mean we went out and got coffee and and stuff so I did get out of bed but I fear obviously if I was at home it'd be exactly the same exactly the same thing really um and yeah, yeah just uh Blaze just reminded me of a quote from him it says um, I know I need to throw myself into something like streaming or whatever, but my motivation to do that is hindered by the fact that I'm in a rut. So it's like an endless cycle. I know how I can fix myself, but I can't seem to find the motivation to do it. And that was part of our conversation earlier that we were having. And I mean, I could get it up, but I, I sort of know the gist of things. Like, it's the same with me. Like I was saying to him, again, I'll keep mentioning him because he's my brother. He's my best mate. He's like my rock, basically. Like, the only reason I got out of bed this week was because of him and because I was there. Um, and there's just, there's just certain things that give you that motivation. Um, and obviously if you're not in that situation or that situation can't happen, then it would have just been me at home in bed, not doing anything, probably just watching one of Tom's streams because yeah. they're amazing. Well, I mean, <laughs> if I go off what you said, Jack, because it's 100% exactly the same with me, Mm. except mine is streaming. Uh, I don't, I and I genuinely mean I don't know why it would be like had I not started streaming again this lockdown. 100%. Like, Mm. it's the only thing that gets me up in the mornings because I look forward to Mm. streaming. Otherwise, I've genuinely got like nothing, nothing else to do and I don't get out of bed. But I'm excited to get out of bed because. Of streaming it, it's essentially been my savior this lockdown um but well, mm. for, for both of them because it's been it's it's been a fairly rough couple years um because mm. i'm still sorting my head out and stuff and it's mm. taken a while but like I, I genuinely don't know what i would be doing or what i would have done if um if Lewis hadn't been like, do you want to start streaming again? Or do you want to start streaming, in fact? Because um, mm. he's given me something to do in the day. Mm. Um, and it, one of the reasons why I'm streaming so much every day, because if I essentially... I know this is mildly bad, but it stops me from thinking. Yeah, no, I get And at the not. moment, thinking is the like genuinely one of the worst things I can do because you essentially you you think and then 
you just can't help but think bad things and then you think worse mm. things and it just spirals from there so if if i'm if like you're doing something like streaming or i don't know if you like reading or drawing or even if you have a favorite tv show just something just to keep your mind preoccupied is mm. it's definitely a um a big thing but yeah, no, I was I was looking at our <laughs> I was definitely looking at our topic this this week. I was like, oh shit. Because <laughs> yeah. definitely the, yeah. the lack of motivation is mm. is a big a big thing for me. So, I'm so I'm so something I think it hits that. a lot of people as well. Yeah, hundred percent. I think I, moving I def- on from your point, Tom. Mm. Um I, I think I think you make such a such an important point. Um I, the thing that sort of annoys me though is is sort of like people try to advise people to do what they love and like as as much as that is perfect advice sometimes doing what you love comes with an immense cost for example mm. somebody might have some somebody's out to this world and to completely distract themselves might be doing something like like me and alfie and max do that we really enjoy is playing airsoft right love going to an airsoft skirmish it gets your adrenaline going it distracts you you're so concentrated on what you're doing people don't know what airsoft is it's basically like um uh, bb guns um at a massive site um and you're basically just like shooting one other team and they're just like little pellets um and but if you don't have the gear that comes with a 50 pound cost um and I think that, you know, doing doing what you love is, is unfortunately for some people, it might not even be possible. Like, luckily enough for us, we're hot on gaming. Um, we're, we're like, yeah, we're mega hot on gaming, you know. Um, we all love music to a certain extent. Um, and, you know, obviously, especially for me, my out is, is producing or writing lyrics or whatever. Um, but I think, yeah, for sure, I think... Um, I think doing what you love is so important, but I also think that it's there needs to be something else on top of that because doing what you love can come with a high cost, and if you can't do that, you know there needs to be some other way for for people to be able to to get help or to to help themselves because it's tough when what you love is or you know is expensive or it's out of your cost or or literally you are unable to because of well, for this year, example, a pandemic. I um, I think you're uh, kind of going by what you were saying. Like, the thing with depression is you aren't motivated to do things, even if that's something mm-hmm. that you thoroughly enjoy to do. Like, um, oh, yeah. you know, I, I really enjoy streaming, start, but... Starting a stream is one of the hardest things I do Yeah, but day. just to go live is... Mm-hmm. I mean, the threat of it going badly... And you feeling worse, it, it sometimes yeah. make it makes it more difficult. Um, well, yeah, with thing with with thing with especially with something like streaming, it's because you're live and you have a live audience. Especially if you're somebody who doesn't have a lot of confidence in themselves, um, and struggles with like social anxiety and stuff. Like getting and it, this whole this whole number system, um, it's like the worst. Th- thing in the world like trying to make sure you're hitting three average viewers or trying to get your audience up and trying to be the most high energy you can be because you want to get new viewers in you want to get people chatting 
um it's yeah it's very draining <laughs> um and you know comfort eating and retail therapy i mean for me um with my depression comfort eating isn't something i do when i'm down because i don't want to eat so mm. uh, it's not necessarily true because i do still eat i think it's more like i eat the wrong foods um when mm. i feel that way so you know i won't eat very healthily and it actually causes me more good than it's worth more harm than it's worth sorry um and with the retail therapy stuff i think i'm like the opposite i the worse i feel the less i want to spend my money um and the less i want to do anything really i just get drawn into this kind of uh like lull almost um mm-hmm. is, it, is it almost like you want to treat yourself i don't feel I like i'm worth treating so mm, why yeah. should i why should i spend money on myself that's how i feel and honestly when i'm feeling that way the best thing for me to do is to stay in bed and i I don't that's not necessarily the thing that i should be doing like it's i should get out of bed and i my friend my best friend he said to me when i was at a really low point uh, a few months ago he said look and i think i mentioned it before you need to wake up in the morning and you need to appreciate what you have and even if that's a warm shower when you get up and get out of bed, that is a good day. Mm. And I really think that what helps me the most with my depression, my anxiety is putting things in, into perspective because I used to do this thing when I was little where I'd imagine myself as when I was feeling sad, I'd, I'd picture myself laying down, you know, just in my bed or in a field or something or you know, just laying there and I'd picture how small I was compared to the rest of everything. So I'd zoom out, you know, I'd zoom out to my town and then I'd zoom out to the planet. And then like in my head, I'd zoom out to a galaxy and just think how small you are. And it sounds really stupid, but how small my problems were like in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. And I think that used to really help me with, so many people though like as you were saying like even if your problems are really really small you resonate with so many people because so many people nowadays suffer with you know anxiety and depression and some of it you know doesn't come out from actual you know people people hide away and don't want to tell people because you know they don't want to bother people about it but i think you know you say it, it was a small problem but in hindsight it's probably a much bigger problem because people you know, suffer along alongside as well. And that's something mm. that obviously needs mm. to be spoken about in like so much. Well, I talk about it a lot more now. And the I think one of the things is you do have to talk to people about it. Mm. Um, it's the most important I just thing wanna just from. just going off that and I know I know I'm mentioning it a lot today, but I mean what time is it? Half past four this afternoon. Exactly 16.33, Blaze sent me this message. Hey, fella, just wanted to check in and see how you're doing, right? I mean, he could have had an idea that I wasn't feeling great, but that was, like, obviously after seeing my brother and then having to leave, it's it's not nice having to leave and come back home to somewhere where, 
I mean, I'm virtually alone at the moment. Um, and just, I just sort of walk around my house lonely, basically. Um, that message was like this sort of injection into my brain that someone cares, even though they might not know. I mean, I don't know. He might, he might say different that, cause I do go quiet and I know I do like, I won't speak in a chat or whatever and I'll just read it and then, and then not reply. Um, but yeah, I mean, my, and then we had, we had our conversation and just said like, oh, I just said to him, oh, honestly, I'm doing pretty shit. And then we had our conversation about things, um, had some conversations about music and stuff that, um, that we enjoy listening to when we're in that sort of mood. Um, and we just, it's just one of those things that like, it sort of, it sort of ignites that switch in your brain and you're like, this it's crazy to think, but there there's someone out there that that might not know how you're feeling, but they might have this inkling feeling or this this lingering sort of thought that you're not doing well. Mm. Um and funnily enough, today it actually happened twice to me. Um I was I was speaking to Blaze and I was in I was in a chat with my brother and a couple of his mates and one of my friends I haven't spoken to in probably like three or four months now just joined the chat and he said oh i'm jack can i have a quick chat with you i said yeah no worries and we went into another chat and spoke about exactly the same thing um he was like what's up um and like i said i don't know i don't know if it was sort of that feeling in in their heads that i wasn't i wasn't doing okay or i was just particularly quiet or something um but they they had that thought to message someone and I do exactly the same, exactly the same with Harry. And um, like I've, I've even messaged, I'm sure you won't mind me saying, um, Lewis, but I messaged you a couple of times as well and said, oh, just like, are you cool? Um, just because like I hadn't heard from him or he hadn't been that active in in the group chat or whatever. And it's, I don't know, I think it's so important if you if you feel like, yeah, there you go, Blaze just said, I did have a gut feeling. Yeah, saw you on the f- for the first. Yeah, saw you online for the first time in a while. So I wanted to check in, and that's one of the most important things. And funnily enough, is exactly what my mate said to me. Um, he said, "I just had this gut feeling. Saw you online for the first time in a while. So thought I'd check in." And it's it's those people that you need in your fucking life because they are the legends, the saviors. Doesn't matter what they're going through, they will always check up on you and. This is why I'm in. I'm speaking to these three people because all of them are like that, and they'll they'll help me whenever they can, and we'll obviously do vice versa for each other. Oh, like I think we were incredibly lucky that over lockdown we kind of came together as a unit. Mm. And mm. I know, think the great thing was of how uh, impulsive it was as well. It was like, oh, should we meet up here on a Friday? And you were like, yeah, let's do it. And Tom was like, yeah, let's do it. And it did take us quite a while. But once we were sat down having a beer, mm. it was literally as if we'd been friends for a long, long time, I think, the yeah. way we sort mm. of spoke. And I think it was like a friends for life kind of scenario. Yeah, no, this friendship and podcast is, I mean, uh, for me personally, it's been probably the best thing that could have happened at least within All right, the last I'm well enough now. Behave yourself. <laughs> no, especially because I have never been, I think Lewis can also agree, I've never been somebody who shared anything. 
you ask me how I'm doing, I will. Mm. I pretty much guarantee you my reply will be exactly the same. It'll be, I'm good. You mm. pretty much be exact because I am terrible at telling people how I'm feeling, what how I'm really doing. It's, I'm shit at it, and I know I am. Mm. I'm very good at wearing a mask. Um, mm. and so I mean, especially with this podcast, having this section has allowed me. I'm a hundred percent have opened up more than I ever have. I think I it's easier it's in a way of... talking to, uh. And excuse me, because I know we know a lot of you now, but talking to an audience that we don't really link to, I think it's mm. much easier for me to say, you know what, I do have depression and, and anxiety to an audience. And, you know, it's just for me, I'm I'm literally talking to my microphone and I'm talking to my three best mates. And this is just like, it just needs to be said. I think it's important that we say it mm. though, because, you know, mm. regardless of how we feel, like a lot of people have said in the chat, and I can see that now, um, a lot of people feel the same as well. And I don't think mm. that that's talked about enough, and it, it should be. Um, mm. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad this has happened. And, yeah, Tom, you have opened up, but it's good. Um, but, it's yeah. It's kind of thing almost like, yeah, I suppose so. It, it, it almost sort of inclines you as well, doesn't it? It's like, you know, when there's people that resonate with you, you sort of mm. feel like... I want to share my experience. I don't want to obviously gloat or anything, but I want to share. I want to share my experience with you because we resonate. Um, yeah. I like. Uh, I think Sid and Daisy said, I've never been diagnosed with any form of anxiety or depression. I've never felt like I've had to. I've gone through phases in my life where I've gone. I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling depressed, but like depresses you. Feeling depressed is used as such a loose term, but. You know things like after breakups or whatever and everybody has their good and bad days so i you know i don't really have a foot to stand on when when people say oh like you know what's it like because so you know i, I wouldn't know what it would be like but a hundred percent like i still think it's such a so important to speak about it because just because i don't have i haven't been diagnosed doesn't mean you know someone like that couldn't be happy or unhappy mm -hmm. Um, everybody has their good and bad days. Um, and I think it's so important, like even now, like the people in chat, like we've never spoken to you outside of this. We've never met you. But the fact that you guys have the confidence to speak to us and say like, oh, you know, we're not feeling, we're not feeling great or we're having thoughts that we potentially have anxiety or depression, you know, and it's, and it's amazing because a lot of people wouldn't do that. And that's how scenarios for a, for one gets worse and worse and worse and worse because people don't speak about it they bottle up feelings um and for sure a lot sid and uh is daisy right um mm. i commemorate you guys because you speaking to us in chat about it is amazing um and obviously anybody that is also listening externally from twitch please feel free to um you know give us a message on on our discord to speak about it because it's so so important to i think about. just just very quickly off the back of that i think a lot of people will say that um the the term and i know you sort of touched on it quickly but the term depressed is is used loosely i think i think i do agree with it in some senses right someone could say 
Oh, I'm really depressed because they lost a FIFA game, right? That's super, that's super loose terminology. But if you're going through a bad patch in your life, right, you're depressed. You might not be clinically depressed, but if you're having a rough time, you're, you could come out of it the other end, then you're not, you're not using, you're not using that term as loosely as, as some might, if you get what I mean. Um, like people, I'm sure, or I would say probably 99% of people, I mean, definitely 100% of the people that I've ever met have gone through a tough time and would probably consider themselves at that time depressed. Sorry, they might not be clinically depressed. Um, like, like what you said, like you've never been, you've never been diagnosed with it and stuff like that, etc. But if, if you've been in a low mood, right, you, I mean, that, that terminology could be that you are depressed. Um, it doesn't matter if you're diagnosed or not. I think the people that, that say, oh, but you're not diagnosed, so you're not depressed. I think they're the worst part of it because it's not fair on the people that, that might not, they might not think, oh, well, I need to go to the doctors. I'm just going through a rough patch. So I am, I would consider myself depressed. Um, and I think there's a very fine line between between those people. I don't think there's many people that would that would say um, sort of what I just said, like, oh, well, you're not because you haven't been to the doctors, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think it's just so important to to find those people like us for, like Blaze, like my mate Melrose that I spoke to earlier. I think it's so important to have those people in your life that just will impulsively be like, how you doing? You need to talk to me about your feelings now because I haven't spoken to you in ages. Um, or, or yeah, just people that you can message on Discord. Even like, I mean, anonymously, right? Like we said, there's there's people that we, like a lot of you in chat, we've never actually met in person. Um, obviously, obviously, we've all met each other. We've met players. There's a, there's a few people in chat like Bibsy that, that me and Harry know outside of here, but... Um, it's just, it's very, it's very good to have those people. In fact, it's not just good. It's fucking amazing to have those people in your life that will do that for you and, and just check up on you every now and then. And if you've got people like that, then hold on to them because they're your real friends. Sure. 100%. I agree. Um, um made a comment. Oh yeah. You're going to touch on it. Brilliant. Says, uh, Male depression in general is quite tough because a lot of older generations tell you to man up when it's not e always easy to say mm. that. Um, I agree. Uh, no, actually, no. I completely agree. Um, these people may be people that have never suffered with sort of any mental health issues. But I think when you show people stats, they wouldn't say the same thing. Uh, one thing that I've seen is 75% of all, all UK uh, suicides were male um, under tw uh, under the age of 45 um, mm. and I think to an extent maybe men aren't taken as seriously I don't want to say much about it because I don't want to cross a line I don't think I will but maybe some people are more opinionated than others about it um, maybe maybe men feel less inclined because they feel like they'll be taken 
less seriously so maybe they they they'll commit suicide because that you know what i'm not going to be taken seriously because i have not because i because i'm a man so therefore i'm not even going to bother trying to get help um and that is really really sad because it's just not it's just not fair is it you know i mean mm -hmm. depression in anybody is is horrible and it shouldn't exist in the world anyway but the fact that people feel like they can't speak out about it simply because they don't feel like they'll get taken seriously when you put it into words and when i just said it then it almost sounded like it was somebody trying to tell a joke like it wasn't real like it was just some kind of something to brush off your shoulder but it's not like some people actually feel like i can't speak about this because i'm a man you know i'm i'm muscular and or whatever and i don't look like i should be you know fragile but i really am um well, I, I think it is. I think I do think I it's think, really, really tough. But, well, I, I, I yeah. was just gonna say because this this topic itself recently came up because I don't know. Did, did any of you lot see Harry Styles was on the cover of Vogue? Oh, Vogue, yeah. Um, and he was wearing a dress, mm. and that caused huge like controversies online and stuff with people who are. A lot was ha in America because of what is going on at the moment and stuff. But like that kind of same point, there's this whole, not necessarily even generation, but this this whole group of people who who still view it as men need to be masculine Living and manly, and if you wear a dress, you need to man up and yeah, very much like still living in tradition. I think it's a good way of putting it. Sort of, it's very traditional view. Like men do this, women do this. Men mm. can act like this, women can act like this. Um, and I think that's quite difficult because there's a whole new generation growing up who are going, "Well, I don't, I don't want to be like this. I want to be like this." Um. Mm. So yeah, it's. But yeah, no, that was just quite. Um, I just wanted to put that in there. That uh, that topic actually came up. I think earlier. Last sometime last week, I mean, actually, the Twitter mm. abuse was just like it's horrid. It's fucking horrific. Like I feel on occasions like uncomfortable, like having a piercing or having well, I have two, but, like wearing a hoop earring and like getting looks from people. And like there's people out there that feel like they really want to express themselves regardless of their gender by, um, you know, a man wearing a dress, a man wearing a skirt, a man wearing something a bit i mean your main icon in this world at the moment i believe is young blood oh yeah he's somebody mm, that really oh, expresses himself yeah you know? he played a gig in uh in dubai and obviously there is some very 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 horrific opinions that haven't that have just been kept in the present and not left in the past about mm. you know, stigmas to do with men and women um and like he had to he had to finish his set early because people were just like throwing shit at him, hurling abuse at him. And he ran off the stage and literally was like, I would die for this shit because this is who I am. And like, there's still yeah. so many stigmas out there that don't resonate with other communities, other cultures, other countries, other individuals and groups and parties and, 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 and everything that really just need to be accepted. And the fact that it isn't is, is, is really tough for a lot of people because they can't feel like they can go out in public 
something as simple as an earring in comparison to something as a bit more major as a dress or a skirt that is like totally frowned upon even though it's just an item of clothing so i should probably mm, I say um the point you're raising i and I, I, maybe some other people were i was really kind of i guess i was how do i put this I thought that it was weird to do all those kind of things. And I thought it was wrong. Okay? That was how I used to feel. Mm. Um, uh, and I think doing things out of my comfort zone, you know, going to university, uh, traveling to a lot of places, and, I mean, probably the most influential thing here is, is Tom. I mean, you've spoken to me about these things. And now I understand why they mm. need to happen yeah so my stance has changed and you know i'm not up i'm not upset to say that it has because like I, I, my perception before was different to how it is now and we're all allowed to change our views yeah, um 100%. and i mean tom you're how i don't even know how long we've been friends now but the point is that you you kind of taught me a lot of stuff that perhaps i would have been against when i was younger and I think that you need that difference in perspective to kind of understand these things. And I'm very much of the opinion now that if uh, somebody is happy, no matter how they, you know, display that, whether it's wearing a dress or changing their gender or whatever, the point is, if they're happy, that's fine. And I think that's what we need to do as a society now is just understand that the main purpose of our existence is to be happy mm. like why the hell I feel like it should be a mm. form of racism yeah why the hell it, do people have problems what they believe right it's what they believe like if yeah. you are deliberately discriminating against an individual due to what they would like to portray themselves as that would be the same thing as discriminating against mm. uh, somebody religious for wearing their religious, you know, item of clothing, for example. Yeah, you know, I think it's getting that way, but it is getting there incredibly slowly. And yeah, I mean, so can I just point out something about racism? Okay, uh, lynching was not made illegal in the US until last year. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's the oh thing. The way God. I. The way I like to put Just think about pretty that. much this whole situation is people aren't asking people to like something. None of this is about liking it. Nothing, nothing, none accepting. of this is about forcing people to uh, love it. The word I, mm. I love, and I love the fact this word exists, is respect. Mm. That's all people are asking for. You don't need to... Because people aren't asking for you to like everybody. This is what I said to my... Because mm. I used to be a flat rep at Union. This is what I used to say to my freshers. And they used to find it strange when I sent to them. I said, I'm not expecting you to like each other. I just expect you to respect each other. Mm. That's literally all you, need, all you need to do. It's respect. It's the biggest thing in the world. I mean... Sure. If somebody's doing something, so long as they're not harming somebody else, there's no problem with it. You're exactly right there. I really I agree. I just want to, yeah, I just wanted to touch on something really quickly because um, we sort of missed it. Um, so we sort of mid conversation. Um, 
Daisy put a message in. It's to quote. It's a quote by Eddie Izzard, and it's fucking brilliant. And it says, "I'm not wearing women's clothes. I'm wearing my clothes. I bought them." And mm. that That's is fucking very brilliant. Eddie very straight to the yeah. point. That is very yeah. Eddie Izzard. He is. He is just one of those people that's an absolute legend because he is like that. Because he's so openly against these people that don't, and to quote you, uh, Tom, as well, they don't respect that kind of person. Um, and it's just one of those things that's just so, just so moving, basically. Like this, like like what Harry said, like it's not, he's not wearing female jewellery. He's wearing jewellery that's his because he bought it. Mm. Um, and well, I mean, you see loads and loads of people wearing wearing that type of jewelry, and I wouldn't even say that any jewelry is is male or female. And like, I'm sure many people would say, and including me, like, you can wear whatever the fuck you want for all I care. If you're happy wearing that, then I'm happy for you, pal. Like, that's ironic, Jack, because when we were walking in town earlier, and I was wearing my gym shoes, purple socks, and suit trousers, <laughs> you were going, "I rate your confidence." <laughs> yeah exactly. to be I fair mate to be fair mate <laughs> i understand his comment there <laughs> right all right quickly, well, we have banter was, between us we have banter between these us these liney trousers yeah. and these socks and i'm wearing like, adidas running shoes <laughs> right, not just i didn't realize you shoes. you've literally Amazing. dressed up as the discord logo not, <laughs> not just any running shoes right they're running shoes with the sock bit on top um, so oh, it, it looked fucking brilliant it looked absolutely brilliant it's a strong look Benky thank you thank you okay. I wasn't going for anything in particular I was just being lazy so we have 10 minutes until the giveaway is over so if anyone wants to enter the giveaway then you can do exclamation mark giveaway on blocks apart um, I just want to say remember that you can see this live at 8 o'clock GMT on a Monday on twitch.tv slash box apart, twitch.tv slash I am my shark, and twitch.tv slash Benky the damn goose. We're also now on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, and Google Podcast. If you type in TGIM, um, we'll come up with the purple logo of a beer can with a gaming symbol and a, and a kind of lightning bolt. Um, so hopefully you'll see us there. So just a little plug for the podcast, really. Um, Thank you very much for listening to the mental health section. It's really something we hold kind of really close to our hearts, like we said. Um, so if you do have anything that affects you, then do follow the right channels. Um, mm. They're written on the channel. I highly recommend going to mind.org.uk if you want some more professional mm. advice. You can talk to us on our Discord anytime. Um, I think we need to move on to something more cheery. So we're going to do a... IPA review now on the IPA we just had. Um, yeah. Lovely. Mm. lovely, lovely. Go on, show us those numbers. So this was fantastic. I finished mine. I'm so Fucking jealous. fantastic. Why do I have to have a different one? <laughs> it's, it's probably one of the yeah. best IPAs I've ever had. Interesting you say that. <laughs> I feel like we're really going to differ on our uh, review here. We're not really going to differ, but I think I think you're up there, and I'm um okay a little bit below you. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'm going for a ten on taste. I, I thought it was brilliant. 
Wow, I was not expecting oh, that. I thought it was really, really good. Jesus. Wow. Um, well, um, I was going to go for a 7.5. That's fine. You've, you've admitted to your opinion. So we'll give you a 7.5. So uh, there's only... Switch screen, screen switches, switch screens. Oh, yeah. There's uh, only... I forgot to put the assets on mine, so I'm just going to go back to the regular one. I apologize. Yeah. There we go. Um... Let me just correct. There we go. Um, so that is an overall of 8.75 for that one. That's a good score. Aftertaste, I'm going to give it a 9. Um, wasn't as good as the taste, to be honest. Um, I was actually going to go for an 8 on the aftertaste. I thought it was better than the actual taste. We, need, okay, we cool. needed a third opinion here. This is screaming. For so what, what we'll do, we'll get, we'll get some people to buy this and then we'll recap it on the next podcast i think because this is well worth a try it is a good one i think it might go into our and this is a little bit of foreshadowing 8.5 for all you keen listeners we might be doing a few where we have our favorites from the start of the uh of the podcast we will obviously might have a few of the favorites so it might come up then you never know Maybe let everybody know that wishes to partake in our review of mm. uh, to make sure that you guys grab them as well, providing you're of age. Um, but uh, yeah, moving on. Um, Christmas, okay, Christmas. I mean, it is from the Arctic Circle, so I'm not sure how it's crisp it actually tree. is. Yeah, um, it's not very... so I'm gonna give it a 7.5. Uh... Uh, yeah, I'll give it a seven. A seven? Mm-hmm. So that's 7.25 overall. 7 yeah. And the drinkability, I'm going to give it a 10. It's got to be. I could have so many of these. I could have more than five. I'm so jealous um, that this was good. Oh, see, the, pro the problem with most IPAs, right, is I could definitely drink five. Like easily, <laughs> if, if it's, even if it's bog average. I'm hang on, hang on. Could you drink five toasts? Five of the toast. Yes, exactly, no. exactly. <laughs> so there you go. That's what I'm saying. If it's if it's an okay IPA, I could probably drink five, which is why this one's really hard for me to grade. But I'm gonna go with an eight. That's a nine overall. Can we get scores on the doors for that one, please, executive producer? I'm just gonna mention that I tried the other salt beer the other day. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. The Salt Icat DDH DIPA. Is that the blue one or the it's pink, pink one? Mm. Um, I'll show you the can. Mm. I'm scared it's going to be bad. If I can find this, this is the can. I'll do a review off stream and then we'll add to the average mm. there, Blaze, mate. Uh, it's tropical and it's 8%. <laughs> yeah. 8%. Was it good? It also comes oh, in a 440 milliliter can. Jesus Christ. Um, let's just Is say I was drinking it for about four hours. It's the worst thing. Oh. Really? Actually, it's not the worst thing I've ever had, but it's the worst salt I've ever had. And, you know, the rest of the other salts are fucking amazing. Um, so the Salt Jute Session IPA, I think, is the second best IPA we've reviewed. Um which I don't agree with, but anyway, we move. <laughs> and, uh, well, you've got to remember here, Jack, that we haven't actually reviewed the Brewdog Punk IPA and the Camden. Yeah, but it's four tens, bro. Come on now. We haven't reviewed I them. I agree, it is four tens. So, well, unless, until we review them, 
That's it. So I we'll do, do that please. Christmas. <laughs> so we got an 8.37 overall for the Einstock like, um, Arctic Pale Ale. We need to see if there's like Christmas Pale Ales and stuff that we can review within as soon as it hits mm. December. If we can find like Christmas ones. There'll definitely be some cranberry ones out. Yeah, cranberry. I mean, this one that I have was slightly Christmassy because it had orange peel in it, so it tasted obviously it had a hint of like the mold winey taste. Ooh. Um, all brewed with coriander and orange peel. It was nice. It was really nice actually. I would I would have another one. Um, mm. but Lewis Lewis has got me curious about this bad boy. So uh, it is good. Unfortunately, Waitrose have decided to put out their sec their different one as opposed to the one that they had, which was frustrating. Um, mm, there was uh, both of those in my in my. Thing. Oh, really? That's so annoying. Mm. So you know, we're gonna. Just my luck that they've stacked up. We're gonna just in front of me, and then the ones are behind. We're gonna just really quickly go over the scores because I'm running out of space happen? on my screen. So. The baby-faced assassin IPA overall score this this night, this eve, uh, eight point eight, very that good. Was beautiful. And that the was Einstock so Arctic Pale Ale, disappointingly for me, maybe uh, came in at eight point three seven. Um, but I think they're both really good scores. Um, they yeah. they were brilliant IPAs to be honest. Um, so really we'll be good. going really certainly good. be going to Waitrose again for our uh, for our mm. IPAs. But that's that for tonight. So thank you for joining in on the IPA uh, reviews. Uh, of course, mm. we'll try and let you know in advance so you can join in next week, next Monday. Um, we are going to move on to New Music Monday next, I think. Mm. I think so. But we need the intro well, and, and Benky's gone to the toilet. So <laughs> he has. <laughs> we just need well, him to come back, right? On me to do well, this music. is awkward now, isn't it? You guys, you guys have a little chat. Um, you like the pink hexagon can. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the iCat cool Salt is very, very cool. cool. They're really cool cans. Like, I wonder if I can show you without destroying my setup the amount of uh, bevies I have. Yeah, that is my... That is my uh, kind of... Your bev wall. My bev wall at the moment. <laughs> um, I don't think I actually destroyed anything there. That was pretty good going. Oh, nice. <laughs> didn't have a forehead cam this time. No, no forehead cam this time. <laughs> okay, so, Benki, we were waiting for you to do the introduction. Oh, our new music Monday. Twitch.tv slash blocks apart for new music Monday. Sorry, I, I haven't warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, Thank you. I'd give and the, give the giveaway is ending in one minute. If you need to enter the giveaway, do it now. Giveaway! Um, uh, okay, um, who's going to start us off this week with New Music Monday? So what we do usually with this is we introduce the three songs that we've been listening to this week. Normally they're new, but they can be old songs as well. So, uh, well, who wants to go first? Jack? Um, yeah, I can go first. Why not? I'm just getting the playlist up. So I can copy the link in for everyone in chat. If you want to follow the playlist, if you're a Spotify user. Um, if you're just interested in what we... Well, yeah, if you're just interested in what we weeks. like to listen to, then there is the link in chat. Please uh, whack it a follow. Give it a... Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say give it a like, but you can't do that, can you? 
I don't really know where I'm going with this. Either way, my three songs are... Um, so, as, as most of you know by now, I've had a pretty rough week. Um, so, my music kind of reflects that. I'm a very much, and I was speaking to Blaze about this earlier, I'm a very much uh, putting fuel on the fire when I'm not feeling great. And I listen to sad songs. Um, so, my first one is a song called Die Alone by Phineas. And mm. for those of you that don't know, Phineas is Billie Eilish's brother. Um, and his sick. music is his music is so, so good. Like, genuinely incredible. Um, would highly recommend <laughs> listening to it. Um, are you good, mate? I'm sorry, yeah. Jack's just won the fucking giveaway. We're blazing. Right, we're going to... Sorry, Blaze is We're going to re-roll. We're re-rolling. We're re-rolling. Oh, oh my God. He's won it again. There we go. There oh, we go. Dude. There we go. Okay. Oh, right, anyway. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. So my, my first song is called Die Alone by Phineas. Um, it's just so good. He's, I mean, he produces Billie Eilish's music. So obviously he produces his own. And it's really, really good. Um, really, really sad, funnily enough. Um, and would highly recommend would highly recommend giving him a listen in general, but definitely that song. Um, and also just an honourable mention by him is called I Lost a Friend, which is also really good. Um, second one is a song. Um, it's a brand new song that's featuring uh, Bonnie from Stand Atlantic, who I think we all really like in the chat. Um, it's a song called I'm Sorry. So it's by Mokita and then featuring Stand Atlantic or Bonnie from Stand Atlantic, who's the lead singer. Um, again, just sad and and really good. I I love it. Um, and then my last one, another sad one, and another artist that I've had before. Um, the artist is called Breakants, and the song is called Rosier, R O S I E R. And it's just, yeah, it's really good. Um, would highly What's recommend giving. Vibes? No metal this week, Jack. No, no metal, mate. Sad boy vibes only this week. But yeah, it's good. It's good. Amazing. Cool. Very nice. Hello, uh, Archimedes. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Oh, hello, hello. Hello there. I mean, just at the okay. end, but we love to see you anyway. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Tom, uh... your three songs? Yes. Uh... Okay, First one I'll go with is a day to remember's new song. It's called Brick Wall. Uh, I really like it. <laughs> Jack, not so much. <laughs> uh, no, I really like it. It's what I would expect from a day to remember. I'm gonna be honest. It sounds That's very much like. Do you not think it does? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on, carry on, carry on. Uh, no, I like it though. I, mm. I I do like a day to remember. Mm. I really do like this stuff. The second song would be new song by Hacktivist Ooh. with Kid Buki. Mm. But it's called Armored Core. It's another yes. heavy song. They are a heavy band, but they incorporate rap and hip hop into their music. And it is a phenomenal song. Phenomenal. It's so good. So good. So good. Um, phenomenal. Phenomenal. And the last one is an artist called Mothica, who 
I don't really know how to describe. It's it's poppy, but it's got some really good. The song is called Spiral, and it's got like I really like the lyrics. I really like the lyrics to it. Um, and it's they're especially good lyrics if you're if you are feeling um a bit shit. Um, because it's one of these songs that it's it's. Just trying to think of the right words now. Uh, Relatable? God, I can't think of. Uh, sort of, but um, like the first lyric is um, "Somebody's gonna love me." It's that kind of song. Um, like reassuring. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, okay, yeah. It's one of those types of songs. Um, but I really like her stuff. She's a fairly new artist. She's got like an album out. So like her debut album or whatever. But I, she's really, really cool artist. Really cool. My few songs. Okay. Oh. Um, okay, so I decided to try and listen to some different stuff this week as much as I could, um, just by going through Spotify. Uh, let's start with number three. Okay, so in at number three was a song called Take Back the Track um, by a band called The Magic Gang. Um they're an they're indie band and they have been kind of, uh, I guess they're, I mean, they're suggested from listening to the Amazons, but they're nothing like them. They're very kind of alternative. It was quite upbeat. Um, it had a really, really good riff at the start of the song and that's what kind of got me into it. So if you like some nice kind of guitar riffs, then that's definitely one to listen to. Wouldn't say it's heavy. It's just a nice riff to get you into the song. Very good uh, lyricist. So that was my uh, in at number three. Number two um, was a song called End of It by a band called Friday Pilots Club. Um, really good song, actually. Um, very. They've been described as soulful, and I totally agree with that. It's like rock with a bit of kind of uh, like jazzy beats, I guess, or kind of more funky beats, uh, which is cool very thoughtful kind of lyrics and uh, they describe themselves merely as a rock band that's the description they give um, they kind of sounded like Imagine Dragons in their early days like really kind of the production obviously wasn't as good but early days Imagine Dragons probably the route I'd preferred them to have followed as opposed to their mm. stuff now um, and finally uh, it's got to be I've been listening to it all week because I've just got the fucking vinyl um, and I'm just going to show you guys on camera this beautiful signed uh, postcard. The the Biba Doobie album came out, and I definitely I ordered the album straight away uh, as soon as I heard uh, from you two, actually Jack and Benky, <laughs> that it was worth buying. And I listened to it and thought well, it was amazing. Tom, um, well, thank you. It definitely wasn't me, mate. Oh no, yeah, uh, Tom and Tom and Jack. Tom, yeah. <laughs> my my favourite song on the album, uh, much to ready, probably ready. Uh, Harry's dismay, is is Get sorry. Ready. That's my favourite, man. <laughs> no, is that's it? His favorite, yeah, yeah. Because it's got the rock section in it. Yeah, and her fucking voice in that song is brilliant. Mm. Like, yeah, and oh the chorus is really wacky in that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my kind of top one of the week. Uh, had a really nice guitar section. Um, what else did I write here? I can't even read my own writing. Le... 
Ah. Uh, dynamic. English. English. <laughs> yeah. I wrote dynamic as the word there, but yeah, it was really good. So I've been listening to that all week on my record player, which is here. Yeah, awesome. Nice. Um, lovely, lovely. Go on then, Harry. Hello. Uh, right. Um, to <laughs> Hello. start off, <laughs> my uh, thingy, my Bobby. Uh, I have a band called Ice Nine Kills. Mm-hmm. I know Jack's oh. heard of them. Have you? Yes, I have. They are. They seem to have a theme where they decide to bring out Halloween metal bangers on Halloween. Uh, they released a song called Stabbing in the Dark. Uh, yeah, it's the kind of song that does make you want to do things like Jason, to be fair. Just kind of <laughs> um, very, very sort of demonic and Halloween-y and like the, the production shows with like these really, really wacky uh halloweeny sounding sort of filmy um like synth lines or like um little uh glitch or synths or whatever yeah um my next song is by a band anybody heard of as everything unfolds no uh yes <laughs> That was a very uh, not. Yes, <laughs> I. I was going to say I think so. Yeah, I. I um. I mentioned As... them a couple of weeks ago, didn't I? Did you? Oh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I did. Maybe you did. Uh, their new EP that came out on the twin. I say EP is two singles. No, it's one single. One single going on from their first single, Hiding From Myself. They have a song called Take Me There, which I, was just stunning. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I did um, Hiding From Myself. Oh, did you? Amazing. Back, oh, that's yeah. nice. Uh, Take Me There was amazing. Her screams aren't... They're not immensely strong. You know, they're not like Crazy 88 mm. kind of strong. Um, yeah. You know, Lauren uh, Babic. Uh, but... Uh, the emotion comes across in the screen, and I think like, and I mean, the music is is just amazing. Like, uh, it's definitely a band that I'm gonna really listen to their discography. They released one EP in 2018, and since then they've only done two singles. So they're a band that, and uh, an amazing 80,000 listeners as well, um, mm. which is absolutely awesome. Um, Crazy. Heard of who? Oh, Rebel Queen. Just in chat quickly. Uh, as everything unfolds, was the band. My last one is, um, uh, oh, quickly, they're, um, yeah, so uh, female-fronted metal. Um, and the first one was just metal core at its finest. Mm-hmm. The next one is another female-fronted metal band, which is really, really cool. Anybody heard of Conqueror Divide? Yes. Oh, oh. Yes. <laughs> what a band. So I don't Christ. know when this song came out, apart from the fact that it was in 2020. They released a song called Chemicals. I think they did a cover of Bad Guy. I wasn't so keen on it, but they released a song called Chemicals. Mm-hmm. Um, again, uh, there's something about like punky female vocals that I'm like, these guys are so, so cool. Um, and the amazing thing is it's becoming so much more like, uh, like um, often nowadays that we're having like really like heavy like female fronted bands and i really really rate that that you know mm. they're really pushing their vocal performances and stuff um and yeah conqueror divide 
Um, the amazing thing is as well, well which is a little bit of an uh, an abnormality, is is five women Two in a female. full metal band. How sick is that? Yeah, Whereas, like, cool. you know, you're crazy 88, and as everything unfolds, um, you know, they've got like all male guitarists, bassists, and drummers, but Conqueror Divide, fully female mm. um, metal band. And you know what? There's there's no separating them from your big metal bands out there, your Beartooths, your Architects, you know. Mm. They True. are just brilliant. Um, a lot of emotion in their song, uh, in their songs. Con- uh, they're first album they took a five-year break as well between tracks mm. um broken seven minutes long absolutely stunning as well so um fully I would recommend just, just yeah. on the back of that definitely listen to sync uh, i think it's called sync your teeth into this yeah yeah it's oh my god what a banger and so there again, are bands that i'm hoping by. really starts to grow their discography a bit more because taking a five-year break is a very very long time for a band you know a half a decade is is a long long time and when you start to get older i suppose you start to have the motivation to tour a little bit less so i'm really really hoping they're planning really really big things um but yeah big up huge big up to them that's they're awesome Absolutely. very nice very nice Awesome. Amazing. Well. Well, that um that concludes the podcast really, to be honest. Mm. Um so Ooh. thank you so much for watching as always. Well, I don't um, know, something funny. Come on. I'm wearing my underwear inside out. Nice. <laughs> glad you just <laughs> realized well, that. Come on. It's only taken all day. <laughs> just noticed, yep. Unbelievable. Um <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So remember, you can check us out on um, uh, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Google Podcast, and iTunes by typing in TGIM Podcast. Uh, that is Tunes, Gaming, IPAs, and Mental Health. Um, you can also see us live on a Monday at 8 p.m. Uh, GMT UK time uh, at twitch.tv slash blocks apart twitch.tv slash I am the shark and twitch.tv slash Benky the damn goose. We also have a discord uh, that you can check out. Um, the best way to get to our discords is to come onto our ch- Twitch channels and click the links. Um, but it's been a pleasure. So thank you so much for nice everyone who's listened. Good. We'll be back next week for more. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So Bye. Bye. Cheers guys. Bye. Thank you everybody. Adios.